Hi, everybody, and thank you for tuning in. My name is Sean, and I am your host and DM. But before we get back into the action, let's have a quick recap about what happened last week on Stronghold. Hey, guys, Freddy here, and last week, we finally had to say goodbye to Lynn and Run. It was heartbreaking. We finally talked about our age difference, and they freaked out. We were like babies to them, and they never wanted us to leave. Anyway, after our goodbyes, we headed out on our way to see Alahawara, and we stopped for the night, got all settled in, ready to go to bed, and only to be awakened to dire beavers? I didn't even know these things were real. Anyway, in the midst of combat, things were flying everywhere. I got a little confused, and I may have accidentally, accidentally froze Draman. Yeah, that was my bad. So uh, that's about all I remember. Night, guys. You've defeated the the shadow menace of the forest. Yeah. I'm going to tame myself. How up. many hit points do you have left, Draman? 36. Okay. Dang, you have a ton of hit points. 53. Oh my gosh. You're at the same hit points that I have total right now. Okay. Oh my goodness. It's I took a feat. It's the middle of the night, and it is dark, and now there is the smell of toasted weird forest creature. Can we try to eat one? Freddy and Draman, you recognize these as the dreaded dire beavers from the tales of King Othwin's court. And you know, just right off the bat, that these creatures are far too vicious and ornery to ever be tamed. Uh, you you heard in those stories. He's, I bet he's going to try. We're going to let Thomas try. Okay. <laughs> okay. Do we know if they're edible? They were probably said to be by King Othwin's men. Not particularly tasty. However valuable and fortifying nutrition in the desolate landscape of the mountains in winter should we so we need to continue our rest how much longer would we have to rest to get a full uh to get a long rest out of it not that it really matters about four more hours okay so we need to get back to bed so it's about 2 a.m basically so i'm gonna finish off the unconscious one you're gonna kill it yep all right it is dead the shame suck it you'll be missed no you won't I already no named it. I named him Freddy Jr. Hey. <laughs> Just as useless. Oh, shit. Thomas, oh, you want to start this again? Do not. I'm, I'm not the one that just almost froze my teammate do to not, a beaver. <laughs> do not shit talk the spellcaster, all right? I will wreck Now that he's your a son. real spellcaster. Yeah, now that he knows he can actually <laughs> cast spells. You're like, I, I will bet you won't. wreck you. you. <laughs> Okay, it's the middle of the night. Yeah. You all go back to sleep. Yeah. Draman, you're taking the final watch. Yeah. So you don't go back to sleep. You stay awake. Draman, and... I'll switch with you so you can get some, some rest. Okay. That Since means... I did freeze you. You are, you are taking less sleep. You will have only slept for four hours. I'm okay with that. Okay. Appreciate it. You know you will be tired tomorrow. Yep. It's the least I can do for... After you <laughs> ray of frosted me? <laughs> all right. Got and them. I dealt the max amount of damage to you that I possibly could. You know the I apologize. Uh, the Blackfoot from um, what's it? What's the movie? Oh, from Mister Deeds. Yeah, from Mister Deeds. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Drummond has now. <laughs> He's got the Blackfoot. 
Stab it. I can't feel anything. I can't feel anything. <laughs> oh my god. Um, that's that's just gross, man. Well, you gave oh. me a black foot. <laughs> All right. Um, All right. So everyone who's going to sleep goes to sleep. Everyone who doesn't, doesn't. Uh, the rest of the night passes without event, and you wake up the next morning dry and not too chilly. Real and with a very painful calf in one of your cases. I'm going to roll some hit die if that's all right. All right. Keep oh. walking on. Actually, let's uh, gonna get some breakfast. Yeah, we got some fresh mole rat bear to cook up. Right. Sort of dire beaver. You want me to just cook it where it is? No, first the ones that aren't too badly damaged, like the the skins. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna skin them. Okay. So the preparation and processing of the dire beavers takes a good couple of hours in the morning. The point that it is long enough. Freddy, if you want, that you could actually go back and catch a few Zs. Otherwise, you will be exhausted today. Um, I'll take a little cat nap. That's okay. not the right word to use. <laughs> In my cat toga. So speaking of that, how's Stella doing? <laughs> good. Very good. Besides so destroying your chair? Yeah. No, she's been. she's gotten a lot better. She, she started tearing herself up? Yeah. She destroyed oh. my favorite leather chair. Ooh. Cats aren't supposed and to attack leather. No, they her. totally attack leather. And you yeah. still Ask have anyone her. who has ever had a cat. Well, the cats that we had at our house never attacked the leather. All cats are different, man. Apparently. Well, we've also had more than just one cat. Yeah. So it's different when she has no one to play with. Yeah. She sees the chair as her best friend. Everything up. But she's gotten better. She sat in my lap all night last night while I played video games with her paws on the controller. <laughs> I also play video games. Um, I'm a, a kid. All right. And as the preparation of the dire beavers goes forward, neither of you are really paying attention to the surroundings or paying attention to the work at hand. And so, yes, Colin. Sorry to be this person, but the natural explorer, even if I'm doing other stuff, and as long as I'm in the woods, I'm still alert to danger. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> He's just like, if anything's going to sneak yeah, up and attack like, us, anything I will in know. the woods. <laughs> Okay. So you notice quickly, and before anything is said, a figure appears through the woods a good distance, and he starts shouting and waving his hands at you and walking in your direction. And as he gets closer, you see that this is a a fairly short individual and rather hairy to boot. He is wearing a a long and funny hat on his head. Basically looks like a leprechaun boys. Fall him to the end of the rainbow. <laughs> he, he's wearing a, a fairly silly hat. Does anyone have he's any lucky charms? He's, he's in between four and five feet tall. Well, closer to four, let's be honest. So like a hobbit. Like a leprechaun. Like neither <laughs> of those things. Like a person who is four feet tall, just about four feet wide in terms of stockiness, very hairy, and wearing a very Ooh. long knit hat with a bobble on the end. Is it a dwarf? That stretches... Basically down to his waist. Dwarves aren't real. And he is wearing on his back a very, very large backpack. Just the traveling merchant. And he comes up to you. And again, you do not speak this language. It's not Linen Run's language. It's something entirely different. Told you it was a dwarf. Told you it was a leprechaun. Neither one of those <laughs> exist. He's wearing a tube sock. Yeah, that's why he's a leprechaun. He's got a funny hat. And he's got a bag of goodies. You guys are the worst. <laughs> he comes up to you, and he 
he's speaking. And this language sounds pretty opposite of Lin and Run's. This is filled with short, curt syllables. And it seems to have definite starts and stops, whereas theirs had been very flowing. And he recognizes in an instant that you do not understand. And he reaches into his pocket and he pulls out a necklace. And on the necklace, there are three sticks, two of which make an X and one of which, a shorter one, connects the two ends of the X's at the top. So that basically you're making an hourglass figure without the bottom. And... He comes up to you, Thomas, since you're the one skinning the Dire Beavers, and he's gesturing for you to take it. I'm going to look skeptically at him. And he he shows, and he pulls out from under one of his shirts, that he is wearing one as well. Do I have any coins on me that's, that I would have had from our, from Addo? Yeah. Yeah. All of your Eideron coins, all of your whatever was on the other side of the well, all of your Caton coins, your Addo coins, they are still with you. None of those have been taken away. Cool. I'm going to hand them three silver pieces and then take the necklace he doesn't take them he waves that off and he tries to give you the necklace again all right i'll grab the necklace you put it on yeah you're cursed (laughs) you have a shrunken head just like your shrunken shrunken hand now um no it's there there is no feeling that comes with this except that Immediately once you put it on, he starts making a wide variety of strange hand signs, and you understand what each one means. And he says via hand sign to you, you got very lucky with your beavers. I want to buy their skin. What do you have to offer? Um, And when you ask, when you think about it, you do say the words in your own tongue. But unbidden by yourself, you find yourself making the same hand signs as well back to him. Whoa, Thomas, where'd you learn how to do that? You're asleep. Oh, I am You're taking a cat nap. <laughs> but Drummond, you see Thomas just start hand signing all of a sudden. What? Told you I'm the best. Is there a men intelligence to wear this and use it? <laughs> Technically six. I, you I just made it. the cut. No, I've passed it by two. You say that like like you're proud of it. I mean, my intelligence could have been worse. I'm a potato. <laughs> but I'm not a turnip. At least I'm not a turnip. He's not smart enough to know that a tomato isn't a fruit, but he's wise enough know, to know not to put it in a fruit salad. Right, right. And he says that he has a wide variety of interesting and fantastic wares uh, that... He would show you if you are interested in them. Yeah, I'm going to point, or I'm going to say, do you have any armor? Why, yes, the best selection this side of the mountains. I'm going to say, sure. And he takes his enormous backpack off and he sets it on the ground with a boom. And he opens up the top and he starts reaching down and pulling things out. And he pulls out clothes and he pulls out jewelry and he pulls out tools of a variety of sorts. And... There is no way that all of this stuff fit in this bag, but he just keeps on taking more stuff out. And eventually he does get down to armor and he pulls out a chain shirt and he pulls out a couple different helmets and he pulls out, um, I'd say the equivalent of studded leather. And then he pulls out a weird looking piece. It's a full suit of metal armor made from bands. So around each arm 
it's just band after band of increasingly large rings of steel so that conceivably the wearer should be able to flex in all these different directions and it looks very cunningly crafted and it just it just looks odd you've never seen anything like this and he says he sees you looking at it he says this is my best piece what does it do it is armor but how does it like how does it work you wear it and then you do not get stabbed so I'm going to point to that and say, how much? He says, oh, you cannot afford this. And he starts to put it back into his bag. Then we'll come back to that. Wait, wait, hold on. I'm seeing this whole thing happen. Yeah. Well, but how much? He responds in hand and in, again, his language. I do not understand what you're saying. He's asking, he's asking how much? Oh, you don't have enough to buy that. And he starts putting it away. So how much would it cost? More than two beaver skins. What, ask him, if, what if we could give him something else? What about if I gave you the two beaver skins and I have some other items that you might be interested in? What other items? I ask, have a potion, or I have a poison of paralysis. It's very rare. Ask him, ask I him. Do not, I do not think that that would be enough for How about a potion this. of silence on top of that? Potions are small compared to this. This is... Like I said, the best selection of armor and this I'll side of the mountains. You, and I'll teach you a language that you probably have never seen here before. I already know the best language. Ask, ask him. The language of money. Ask him. Ask him. Ask him. What if we could uh, make for him? Uh, ask him if he can see in the dark. Can he, can he see in the dark? Can you see in the dark? Of course. I am an undermountain. What is an undermountain? We are not. Me. People say, like me who live under the mountains, except ha- that I, I have ventured forth from my cavernous lair to find the best deals throughout the land. Okay, um, so what, uh, ask Dramat, it- shut up. I'm, I'm negotiating. All right, wow. so what, what can I afford with my two beaver skins? And I'll give you some of the beaver meat as well. I'll give you two beaver. Beaver meat spoils and doesn't taste good. I start randomly gesticulating, hoping that I'm guessing any of he these. He ignores correct- you. He's, he's in business <laughs> yeah. mode. Give me the necklace. I told you he was a dwarf. Give me the necklace. There is. Give me the necklace. Give me the necklace. Give me the necklace. Uh, He pulls out. I'm naked. Give me the necklace. I'm trying to help you not be naked. I know, but I have stuff. He pulls out a breastplate. Two pieces that connect together. And he says, since they are such nice beaver skins, I will sell you this. You have a deal. (laughs) But do you believe in the challenge? Now I'm going to say the people who blah, 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 the gods of whatever. Oh, the, those who are descended from the gods and walk with them in pleasantness for all eternity? Yes. Or forever? Do you follow their rule of challenge or a fight? The people who are descended from the gods and walk with them in pleasantness forever. How about we just call them the people? (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. The people. Well, I mean, all of that was... Was one sign. It just I know, but please, probably like please for the brevity of my sanity, <laughs> we call them the people from now on. Fine. So no, now you have to say the whole thing. I literally will start going full Thomas on everyone in the room if I have to hear that like two more times. <laughs> the people. I am not uh, the people, am I? I'm just one. Uh, so I do not do things the people way. I do huh? things the undermountain way. Gotcha. I'm just. I'm gonna say like we are not from this area at all. Oh, I know. I can speak the language of the people. But 
I carry these because sometimes good deals are interestingly come by. I'm just trying to learn more of you and the people. I am different. I am better than the people. All Undermountains are. Of course. Naturally. I'm glad you agree. Not so many in these parts do. Do you have any nice weapons that you are willing to part with? Only the best. See them. Well, you are out of beaver skins. But I do have some poisons. <laughs> the necklace. Let me see if I can find something in your price range. <laughs> Give me the necklace. It's and a, I also have some other items. You I have a necklace I need. <laughs> Drummond, shut up. You'll get your turn. You sound Is like this Lord... one sick? You sound like Lord Voldemort. Yes, he's a, <laughs> it's a, he lost a prized possession to the people, and he's been having a the boy. some withdrawal. Ah. And he doesn't say anything else about that. Harry Potter! <laughs> so, I, what, so, I, so I gave him the beaver skins. I have the breastplate. I'm going to give Drummond the breastplate. Yes, do give me the necklace. If you don't want the breastplate, then I will do it. Okay, you take the breastplate and you give me the necklace. I'm going to hand you my studded leather. Ah! <laughs> ah! You're currently wearing your studded leather. It would take, I think, like three or five minutes. Yeah, I'm not going to do take it, it off. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep the breastplate. No, you hand it to me. I'm not giving it no, back. No, I you... will trade it for the necklace. <laughs> Give me the No, no like, I'm going to say, like, he's showing me some weapons, and then you get the necklace after me. Okay? Okay, I'm keeping the breastplate until then. You handed right. it to me. I'm not giving it back until you give me the necklace. He's just straight up saying that we can't afford the, the ring to play. I understand that. <sighs> okay, so he's, he goes back into his pack to try and find something, as he said... In your price range. And he pulls out an axe. And he says, this is a very fine axe. And it's well made and will last you many, many years. I'm looking for something with a little bit more finesse. And he puts that back and says, you're right, you're right. That's just not you at all, is it? And he goes back in and he pulls out a shiny dagger. He says, this is a dagger made by the people, but very nice nonetheless. So I've heard of these knives one time. They kind of had rings over all the fingers, and then... That sounds obnoxious. What if you wanted to drop the knife? What about if you just wanted to punch people with the handle, too? That seems inefficient, considering you have a knife in your hands. Why would you want to punch someone if you have a knife? Style points. Uh... You know, you sometimes have to use a little flair when you're doing things. Stabbing people just gets boring after a while. Fair enough. Tell me about this knife. (laughs) So the handle... It's usually like a metal handle, and then it has rings over all of them so that you can punch at the same time. And I'm going to show them like the fighting stances you usually use with it. Very good. So do you have anything close to that? Nope. All right. Now I'm going to describe a rapier. I was like, do you have a rapier? And he goes back into his bag and he pulls out a very skinny long sword. This is the closest to what you're describing, I think. All right. What do you want for it? You Money. mentioned you had a collection of poisons. Yes. Let me take a look at them. I got one paralysis, two silence. Nope. You ain't got paralysis. Uh, yeah, I got one, and you got one. Oh, I had two. Oh, okay. So okay. screw you, Don. <laughs> <laughs> Boo. Actually, I'm not going to show him the paralysis one. Okay. But I'm going to show him the two silence, the three constitution damage, and the three regular damage. He says this is quite a collection. I would say that if you had just a little bit more gold to throw into here, then this sword for these poisons and the gold would be a fair trade. Do you not agree? I think the poisons will do. I'm going to try to persuade him. It's not going to work, but... Yeah. What's your charisma? Ten. <laughs> yeah, ten. It, it's got to... You ain't doing it. <laughs> yeah. I ain't doing nothing. 
with a 10. Says, I do not agree. Like, a little okay. more gold. There's always the axe if you don't want the sword. You know, I think I might need an axe. These po- these three constitution damage and the three regular damage and some silver for the axe. Agreed. All right, I'm going to hand him three silver and the three constitution and three damage. Six silver. All right, six silver. Okay. Give me this. Now my friend would like to barter with you as well. I'm gonna hand him the necklace, like breastplate. I give him the breastplate. Awesome. I put on the necklace. I'm gonna go wake up. Now, what might I interest you in, (laughs) good sir? Um, I actually have something that I would like to sell. I am interested in all sorts of deals. Okay. I turn around and I uh, pull the bit of rope that I have out. I'm going to cut a small part of it off. Uh, this is out, out of his view. Cut a small part of it off, tied in a knot, and hope more than I have ever hoped for anything that this is going to work. And I'm going to try and cast a spell. Okay. Okay. I am going to cast... Um, I want to try and cast Continual Flame on the bracelet that I just made out of rope. Okay. Okay. It either works or it doesn't. Uh, Roll me like, a D100, please. Uh, is zero is zero, right? Five. Nope. <sighs> okay. No flame. He's trying to swindle the merchant. <laughs> it's touch. Okay, I'm gonna try it again. Okay. Do I do I get the sense that it didn't happen? You know it didn't happen. So you, I know it. You like, didn't feel anything. it happen. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna try again. That looks strange. You're hunched over with something. It's just a touch spell, so I'm gonna try again. Can you tell me if this is even remotely possible? It is. Okay. 98. It happens. Okay. And again, you're you were used to the feeling of the three gods. Okay. You know what it feels like when Ayn is there holding your hand or Lilia or Eudor. And it doesn't feel like that. Okay. But this comes from somewhere and it is cast upon this Okay. brand new flaming rope bracelet. Okay. So I have this magical flaming uh, circlet, and I'm going to turn around with it on my wrist and attempt to present it in all its super cool glory and say, look, this is uh, a magical flame bracelet that will not burn you, as you can see, um, but it provides, uh, it provides light and the ability to have fire with you wherever you are, and we don't need it in our party anymore. We have a spellcaster who can create light for us, and I have carried this with me for a long time, but I don't need it anymore. This is very interesting. What do you hope to get from me for it? Um, I'm wondering what you could offer me. We've been traveling for quite a while, and I really haven't gotten a great offer for it yet from the several people we've met. He runs his fingers through his beard, and he thinks, and he thinks... And then he leans over and starts digging through his large pack of stuff. And eventually, he emerges from the bag one last time. And he's holding in his hand a bracelet of braided silver. And he says, or he signs, I would give you this. A bracelet for a bracelet. Well, you can clearly see what my bracelet does. What does your bracelet do? It is hard to explain, but I have the feeling that such distant travelers as yourselves 
will find it useful to know that you will not be somewhere else suddenly. Maybe. I'm not sure if that's as as much use to me. You're right. This is... Forget I even mentioned it. I don't think I have anything that can be compared to your bracelet in terms of value. Hmm. Anything else that you would trade in, in combination with something else for it if this is not comparable in value? I've had offers for jewelry. It is a very fine piece of jewelry itself. And it does look... It's three fine strands of intricately braided silver and it is finer craftsmanship than you have seen in the lands that you come from and know but anything else to to i I don't understand what it does do you have anything so you else are here right now that does right? okay and you came from somewhere else wouldn't you like to have stayed there okay it's still still a little confusing. Um so uh I'm 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 not sure that that's that's exactly um if that's if that's equivalent. I mean, this is a bracelet of magical fire made of rope. The rope is magical rope. The rope has magic on it. That's true. That's true. Now, are you after the bracelet or the the property of it itself? Do you need magical fire? Do you need a magical fire bracelet? Or do you want magical fire? I do fire? not need either of those things. I'm solely thinking about resale potential. Okay. What would be the... If this if this bracelet were maybe tied onto something else, or you could, could make something else magical, what would be um, the most valuable thing if it were magically on fire are you asking me what i want to have on fire yes nothing particularly i have many fire making objects already but they're all non-magical fire most of the ones that makes magic that make fire spontaneously do it magically but does the fire last forever generally no this fire lasts forever and does not consume but it does not provide heat nor does it burn. I, you're right. I don't think it does. But it's, it is a light-giving fire that lasts forever and can be put away and brought out whenever you need it. I have made you my offer. Okay, yeah. I'll take the brakes on. Good deal. I know you made this behind your back <laughs> when I wasn't looking. <laughs> but, but I'm so sneaky. <laughs> And he hands you the bracelet, okay. and he takes your little <laughs> craft, <laughs> your art and craft. Yeah. You're and not going to try to get armor? He was trying. I was that trying. was him trying. I was trying. Didn't work. So, um, draw, draw okay, what, is, what should I put in my inventory? Magical silver bracelet. Okay, I put it on. Okay. Um, and we're going to talk to the small guy anymore after this. Yeah. There is one way we could get your armor. You can't talk. You can't talk to him. Well, no, I'm not talking to him. Uh-huh. Yeah, you he can, can't. He can't I said before that you can moment. wake so up I'm looking at you, and Roman, be a I'm part like, of this. Whenever there is like one him. way we can get your armor, Draman. It's not my armor. He's a salesman. It's his. So tell us your plan to murder this fellow. That is what you were gonna say, right? The yeah. other way we can get it is if we <laughs> gank like, him right in the face. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say like, 
how badly do you want the armor? I um I I really would like to be in armor, but I would really not like to to attack the first person we meet. All right, on this trip, I got some armor for you then. Guys, what's going on? Freddie, you see the two of them talking to a short, hairy, oddly dressed fellow with a backpack that is over-brimming with all sorts of odd things. I sit up very quickly and kind of point over to him, and I'm like, who's this guy? Ask him what his name is. I forgot. What's his name again? What's your name? I'm the Traveling Merchant. Do you have a other name besides that? Drummond, Do you go by anything are else? Are you signing? And he says, names don't really work in the... And then he points to the necklaces. How about we call you the deep? So is there anything else that we may have that would work uh, to exchange for any of your other wares? Specifically, more armor. As you can see, I don't have any armor on. I traditionally have much larger armor, very happy with much larger armor, looking for much larger armor. I don't think you have anything that you would be willing to give. What do you want? I'm going to show him my uh, studded leather. Say it's a, uh, because it's plus one, so it's enchanted, right? Mm-hmm. It's like this is um, magic. What does he say? He signs to you, Drummond. Uh, he says, um, that his armor is magic. Okay. Gives bonus protection. Extra, super cool. Super cool. Okay. <laughs> you want it? <laughs> what would you want for it? Your backpack. <laughs> and he laughs. He laughs out loud. And then looks at you. Yeah, it's funny, right? Inside funny, his... right? No. No? Funny, no. yes. Funny? Ha, ha, backpack, ha, ha. You don't get no, no backpack. Okay. Uh, something of much lesser value then. Yes. That armor. <laughs> Ring armor. Wait. The armor? Ah, just... And he goes and he pulls out the one with all the bands. Yeah, I guess. Ha! <laughs> no. What for that armor then? Tell me. Thomas, what's happening? Negotiating. Over what? While we don't have an item... We are accomplished travelers. Willing to do shady stuff for money. Your left hand. My left hand. My left hand. Yes. Why? (laughs) It's valuable. Why? People want it. Who are people? Those who are descended of the gods and walk with them in pleasantness forever. They want my hand? And others. Why? Magic. What magic? I'm not a magician. What do they say they want it for? Magic. What magic? They don't tell me. (laughs) This is the you? most entertaining thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Why not? Because I'm not a magician. I do not know magic. You have a magic bag. You have clothes. Do you make clothes? Yeah. You have a hammer. Did you make the hammer? I did. <laughs> I do not believe you. That's okay. <laughs> I believe you. Then why do you ask the same question again and again? Because I'm not satisfied with the answer. <laughs> then you will not be satisfied. Do you want his left hand? No, I'm not. I'm not that evil. I'm not that evil. I can't say that. No. Nope. Um, but the, the one who wears the armor. Well, the only one with armor on now is him. Is this armor for him? Why do you need the hand from the person who will wear? Only way the it's armor? fair. Why? Because if you lose a hand, you should get something. Seems like a backwards way to negotiate. <laughs> Why? Are you going to lose a hand so that someone else can get something? No, but someone else should lose a hand so that I can get something. Not very fair. What if he traded his armor for your left hand? I do not want his armor for my left hand. My hand, my left hand is more valuable than his armor. Well, same here. My left hand is more valuable than your armor. I do not believe so, but I understand why you want to keep your hand. What is I'll happening? put this away. And he puts it away. 
he starts instead, tidying up things into his back. Instead of exchanging an appendage for armor, could we assist you with any thing that you need done? We are accomplished adventurers. You know where good deals are? We know where great deals are. Tell me where. Kmart. <laughs> and he starts packing stuff up <laughs> in his bag. <laughs> Oh, what's the what's the name of the uh, house that we're going to? Uh, we're going to the house of Alahura. Alahuara? And you don't know how he signed a pronunciation, but <laughs> it popped into your mind. Uh, yeah, Alahuara. That's what I said. Oh, sorry, Alahuara. My my accent is a little off. Ah. Ah. <laughs> ah. Ah. <laughs> the the house of Alahuara is far away. And Yeah, we know. I'm not sure I need anything from them. They, they do have good deal. Well, they have fine items, but bad prices. What about a giant serpent? Do you have one of those? I know where to get one. I'm not a fisherman myself. I would catch it. Give me armor. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Even a giant serpent is not worth this armor. You know, you could just ask him if I give you my hand. Will the armor give it back? Or you could ask the charisma character to uh, bargain with it. If I give you my hand, how will I fight? With the other hand. All right, smartass. <laughs> Listen here. <laughs> I can't give you my hand. I am unprotected as it is. That's fine. Where could we find more armor like you showed us? My people make the best armor. And Who are your people? The people under the mountain. Ah. The dwarves. Ah. Would they be willing to assist in making more armor? They have plenty. They don't like talking to people who live above the mountain, though. What if we came to them? They don't like people visiting them. What if we came to them and closed our eyes? They would probably hit you in the face with a hammer. Fair. So. <laughs> I'm great at setting up deals. So, if you ever do get things of value, find me. And I'll get you what you need. How do we find you? Don't worry about it. I'm worried about it. <laughs> okay. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> and he finishes packing up his stuff. And he closes his bag. And what was it that he he, gave, he sold you a bracelet? Yeah. And he sold you a... Breastplate. Breastplate. Okay. He says, enjoy the bracelet. Enjoy the breastplate. Necklace, please. Puts out his hand. I'll trade you the necklace for the armor. Necklace, please. <laughs> don't mess with the man with the bag of weapons he's also got my poisons now too i tossed the necklace to, to thomas i'm gonna hand him the necklace ah the one time you choose to not be chaotic well isn't that the point of being chaotic i woke up into i don't even know what yeah i mean okay look i already gave you the offer and you said no and he waves and walks away back into the woods bye strange old man and pretty soon he has disappeared he Goes over a small little ridge and out of sight. What just happened? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about I mean, don't worry about it. <laughs> your hands are just going on autopilot. Yeah. <laughs> no, once once you take the necklace off, your hands stop. And you don't know how you could how you would say any of the things that you or how you would sign any of the things you just signed. So it's morning and you have finished processing the dire beavers. He took the, the skins of the two that you sold him and went back into the forest. All right, guys. Are and we now finally... you're 
one day into your 540 day adventure. Well, All right, well, well, we're already facing it. We're not going to get there in a year and a half. It's going to be two years before we get there at the rate we're going. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. are we going to keep going? I'm uh, kind yeah. of set on those horses. Yeah, let's go get some. Let's go visit another uh, some ponies. people who all are right. blessed by the goddess under the divine sun of the light. So we pack it all up, okay. and uh, we make our way in the same direction we were going yesterday. All right. It's pretty hard to see the, the mountain that you were given for guidance from where you are. There are a lot of trees in the way. However, you do know the general direction, and... Thomas has become skilled enough at woodland navigation that he's able to keep you on course. And this day, after its odd interaction with a short, hairy undermountainer and several early morning dire beavers, is uneventful, just passing under the shade of the great old pines. Following, for now, the stream that leads out of Lynn and Runs Valley. And as the a sound of the waterfall recedes behind you further and further, and you get into flatter and flatter terrain. You start to notice a shift in the forest. And the forest that you are now leaving behind was clear and open, relatively free of underbrush, and though dark, not incredibly foreboding. And you're entering into a section of the forest that is... that's. It, that stands in stark contrast. It is choked with underbrush, and the ground itself becomes rougher and rockier. And while there had never been a, a solid trail for you to follow, here even game trails disappear, and it looks not impassable, but difficult to get through. And though you had been able to dodge these thickets, these spiny, thorny plants that have tangled up the trees and the bushes all around you, you get to a point where there is no more going around small pockets, where there is no more circumventing it. Are you guiding us for lore reasons into something? Or is it you You're just, just walking forward. Or are you just making difficult terrain? The terrain is difficult, but you are just walking forward. All right. Because the power of the ranger, since we're still in the forest, our group doesn't suffer difficult terrain at all as long as we're in the forest i mean you don't think about that mechanically but you thomas you understand that you should be able to move through the forests of this area fairly easily you should be able to slip through the dense parts and find the best paths you should be able to not be hindered too much by the simple growth of all the plants in the forest but here that is not taking effect you are unable to find a way to penetrate quickly into the the denseness of growth in front of you and and what what paths what ways and what side routes you've been able to find were simply because of your uh training with run already had you not had that you probably would have reached this point much sooner many miles ago can i make like a nature check to see what type of thorns they are sure. or if they're like naturally occurring yeah that would be a 22. It's a variety of different oh, plants. No, not 22, 21. It's a variety of different plants, many of them thorny, but not all of them. And 
all of them naturally occurring here, but in growing in ways and in places and in amounts that you've never seen before. Nothing like this occurred up in the valley where you you practiced your forestry. Down here, it seems to be just thick and continuous growth all the way through. Uh, everything growing on top of everything else. Is it just like a walls of thorn? Or are they like unnaturally size? It's just the amounts. It's not the size. All right. Freddy, do you want to start cutting and burning our way through this? Sure. I'll uh, slap my hands together and push them outward and just start like flames erupt from my hands. And I just can start burning away. Can you control the fire away. once you start burning? Or is it just going to spread? Yeah, we're, we, we're not trying to start like a forest fire here, right? Right. Uh, can I control the heat of my flames? Can not like, so much. Can you no. like focus Especially it? not these past couple <clears throat> of weeks. Yeah, for all we know, you might just like... Hulk out, burn up a couple square miles, and then pass into a coma. Like accidentally just whoosh, everything's on fire now. Everything. Well, I will use that, and if it gets out of control, I will ray of frost the the outside rings to kind okay. of keep it contained so what spell are you using to do this so i'm using firebolt to... so firebolt is a is a small thing it's not fire pouring from your hands okay so i'll shoot a firebolt into it then all right the firebolt hits and it does catch some of the foliage on fire and i'll and, shoot it again and it does burn and it's slow it's it's not tearing through here right but the, f the flame has begun. I won't keep shooting, but I'll shoot a couple more. All right. So you spread out where what plants are on fire. But more shooting doesn't mean it burns faster. You're just burning more at the same rate. And you stand there and you watch it burn. Okay. And the fire spreads a bit, but it's not particularly dry down here. I mean, do we do we keep going in, until we can anymore? we try you, and clear an area? You can get through this. It is not impassable if you continue for the remaining hour and a half left in the day and set up camp in the dark, you will make some limited progress into the into the deep forest. I say we keep going. I mean, can you just fireball it and just nuke it? I don't have fireball. Fireball is a crazy, crazy, unpredictable spell, too. That's just like... It's also a third level spell, which I don't have access to yet. I get third level at level five. Yeah, that's how spells work. They're not your your directly related to your character level. Okay. Here you are just hacking your way in with an axe. And it is it's pretty slow going. You don't need the axe at every step. A lot of this stuff you can just push through, especially you drumming with your shield. Just hold it up and keep walking. And the the real difficulty is just that it slows you down so much. Hey, Freddy, couldn't you just freeze this and make it brittle? And then we could try to is smash it, it? Is it really ruining our day that much to just keep walking through it? Like, it's not that difficult, right? Well, it's just annoying. I yeah, feel like it, it is be... slowing you down considerably. And you all have eaten more spider webs in the past half hour of pushing through this than you have for the rest of the day. Yeah, I can say I, I dislike that. I yeah, dislike that's what that. I'm can saying. Can I just like, constantly shoot a firebolt? in front of me as well, I walk. Well, fire's not working. I mean, yeah, Try but I will it. make you roll fire damage as you then brush past the burning foliage all around you. All you're doing is smart starting a whole bunch of small forest fires now. How about you just freeze what's in front of us and it'll make it brittle and we can try to smash it. If that's what you want to try to do. All right. This isn't... It isn't a wall. It isn't a, a block. This is 
slowing you down. All right, I thought it was more like a block in the way, no. like just a large, large overgrowth that we're trying to push through. Yes, this is the way. this is a a dense thicket of undergrowth which you can still pass through, but which slows you down to about half of your original speed. And in that last hour and a half before the sun sets, you make it a fair distance into here, almost probably about a about a full mile, give or take a little bit. And and once you get there, or once you get as far as you can before the light starts to completely drain from the sky, you realize that setting up camp here will be difficult. There's plenty of undergrowth that you could roll out a bedroll beneath, but starting a fire, making a clear space, and then keeping watch will be difficult. So, Freddy, how many... Uh times can you use cast light as many times as i need to the duration make... is for an hour though and if i fall asleep i'd have to keep waking up to recast it all right i can try and cast light don't know if it's gonna work that's the most pathetic way to say that <clears throat> all right i'll uh, i'll um, hold on to you Draman, and maybe my energy will pass to you so i'll uh, hold hands and sing kumbaya for Draman's prayer <laughs> you guys are like the worst <laughs> friends you're still friends but you're like real bad that's why i was trying to be friends. helpful it's it's just hurtful it's all just he just hurtful. took it a whole nother step yeah <laughs> that's kind of how this dynamic works <laughs> really you're like you can do it drama you can you can cast spells and toss is like get up <laughs> i hate you yeah. <laughs> like just all make right. your magic work yeah, just so do it in the past. Just do I'll it. take first watch then, and I'll cast light on a branch and just stick it in the ground. Okay. The light is cast, but with so many plants and tree trunks and vines in the way, the shadows that get cast by those get thick pretty quickly. So instead of casting a nice globe of light about 30 feet across, the area that's really being illuminated so that you can see is closer to 20. Okay. So, are you going to take the first watch? Is that what's happening? Yeah. Okay. Uh, has anybody been damaged? Here. Only you. Only me. Cool. Well. By our teammate. Yeah. But, yeah, that's... that's nice. Hey, I so, made up for that. I let you sleep. Um, I'm going to try and uh, cast Cure Wounds before I go to bed. All right. Uh, roll me a D100, please. 49. You're not getting anything. And... I'm going to try and cast it again. Okay. How does it manifest when I try and cast this and it doesn't happen? You go through the whatever the ritual is that you do. Uh, if Cure Wounds is placing your hands on a wound and praying for it to be healed, then you do that. And then, unlike all the other times in the past, it doesn't heal. And do I feel... Because I think normally I feel like a, a little, some sort of answer, I guess, like a connection when it happens. So normally when you cast it, you feel the energy flow through you. It's definitely coming from somewhere outside, not in any direction, but just somewhere that isn't you and flowing through your hands into that wound. And when it doesn't work, you don't feel that the flow, the okay. flow is gone. All right. I'm going to try again, I guess. Do I need to roll a D100? Can I do evens odds? Is it more than 50? Is it worse than 50%? Um, roll a D100. Okay. 61. You feel some energy flowing through you. It doesn't 
It doesn't feel like the three gods that you know and love. But the wound that you have in your calf, which you've been walking on all day, and which hurts a lot, just by the way. Yeah. It does heal a little bit. Roll your heal dice and take half of that. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, since uh, that happened, I have rolled hit dice to heal. So I would at least be a little bit better than a raw gaping wound. Yeah. I mean, it would hurt, but... It... Okay. So roll... Nor It's it's a 1d8 plus spellcaster ability. So do you want me to just take half of the d8 or half of the total? Half the d8, round down. Round down? Okay, zero. <laughs> so you take four. Okay. Thomas, do you make a fire? Yes, I'm going to try to do my best to clear out as much brush in like a circle. Okay. And dig down a little bit so it doesn't spread. Roll me a survival check, please. You want me to catch it on fire or you got it? I'm pretty sure I'm going to need you to light on fire. I'm not going to take chances with me. Uh... 14. You start a fire. You're able to find a sufficient quantity of dead branches and brush. And you're able to get a respectable campfire going. The, the plants and the trees and everything, they cast shadows before the light can spread too far. But you have this, you have a center point now in the darkness of the woods and it does make it less eerie all around so that when you do spread out your bed rolls and you go to bed it's not completely creepy just fairly creepy do i feel like there's uh, any wild animals or predators nearby do you have a special ability that tells you about wild animals and predators uh just says when i'm doing stuff i'm alert to danger in the woods you're alert to the fact that you don't have a good line of sight to anywhere, and you are not able to move efficiently through this terrain, but you're not noticing any specific threats. Gotcha. Who's taking the first watch? Me. All right. Freddy. As Thomas and Drama, they go to bed, start to hear their snores or their night mutters or their rolling abouts, whatever it is. Which one of them snores, if any? Probably Thomas, because he has a very... Very broken nose. Okay. So Thomas snores. Drummond whimpers. My my magic. (laughs) My armor. It's so gone. Is that true, Drummond? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I feel naked. Yeah. My armor. It is true. All right. So you're used to the noises they make. You shared a room with them for two weeks and you stay up and your passive perception is about 14, right? Uh, My passive is 12. 12. Okay. Uh, Well, then go ahead and roll a perception check for me. What is it? Seven. All right. Killing There's it. nothing out in those woods. Your woods are safe woods. Killing, killing the game. Safe place. Killing the game. Again, right? my dice only matter when it has nothing to do with what's actually happening to the story. Yeah, that's that's pretty much accurate. I roll nat 20s all, all day. All right. Um. So your, your watch passes without event. There's nothing at all in the forest around you. Everything is hunky-dory and safe. Who takes second watch? I guess I'll <clears throat> take second watch. You take second watch and... I'll after... cast light again before I go back to bed. Well, when you go to sleep, your light goes out, does it not? Mm. Or does it just last for an hour? Do we have a campfire still? We do. Yeah, you as can, you, you can it up, maintain it. Turn that thing into a bonfire. No, the spell ends um, if I cast it again or until I dismiss it as an action. Would that be going to bed? Okay, we'll say it sticks around. So okay. he his light is still illuminating and you can wave it around to spread light to wherever you want it roll a perception check for me my passive is 16 um you do you hear movement uh in the woods not too far outside of the camp okay or your little your little huddle right here you cannot see what it is and it does seem to circle okay 
You don't hear any of the teeth clacking of the dire beavers from last night, though. Okay. I'm going to keep an eye out. Okay. Continuously observe it and edge my way over to Thomas and prepare to wake him up. Under what circumstances will you wake him up? This thing getting too close. Or hearing that it's, you know, like a like a threatening change in um, approach. Then you don't wake him up. Because throughout your watch, while it continues off and on, and at various different points around you, it doesn't appear to get too close. It doesn't sound like it gets too close. And it doesn't change its tenor at any point. Okay. You taking third watch. Yep. Uh, when I hand off watch, uh, wake him up for his watch and hand off, I tell him how I've observed it. You know, this is where it's at right now. Keep an eye on it. Doesn't look like it's threatening yet, but it's been circling. Thomas, roll me a perception check, please. Does this uh, pertain to my terrain? What do you mean? So I get my proficiency bonus doubled on wisdom and intelligence checks in my favorite terrain. Yep. You got a lot of buffs with that ranger. Uh, 12. My passive is 14. Okay. Um, with 14, you're able to sort of keep a lock on it, and every once in a while you lose it. But for the most part, you know where it is, and it still doesn't get close. And just as the night starts to show the first signs of the morning light, it fades away and you no longer hear it. And as the sun comes up fully and you start to be able to see out uh, into the, the trees and the undergrowth that surround you, you can't see anything obvious that would tell you what it was or what it was doing here can i go over and investigate the tracks you may that'd be a survival or nature survival Ooh, that's going to be 26 you find no track and it's a ghost you are certain that there should be tracks you know how to look for them how to spot them what they look like and where they should be so you are positive that there are no tracks here did i recall any uh noise that it made from last night or could i hear it walking around or could i just see it no no you could hear it it was only audible there was nothing visual about it and it did sound like something moving through the brush this sound like it was on uh two legs or four four but no tracks so i got some so freddie did you see the wild creature that's circling us last night nope drama I know you told me about it. Uh, I didn't see it, but I did hear it. Must have been after I went to bed. Yeah, yeah. It um, yeah, it was real spooky. So I uh, went looking for its tracks this morning, and I can't find anything. At all? At all. I could hear it moving around last night, but there's... Are you sure it wasn't, like, levitating on the ground? It was making noise. It was walking. We could well, hear it around. It sounds like something on... It could have levitated and then just, like hit brush and stuff as it was well, moving. What, what is levitating around hunting us? I don't know. Do you sense any magic that's been cast recently? No. Can you look for magic that's like around us? Close my eyes. Freddy, you my, would know that my fingers on my head. Spell casting, writ, uh, spell casting doesn't leave like magic residue. And I, I act like I'm concentrating really hard and I'm like, nope. <laughs> don't make me smother you in your sleep. What? I, I don't see anything. I don't sense anything. All right, yeah, no magic. He said there's no magic, so just clearly right. no magic. And what we got to keep a better watch out. Must must have been a snake. You think snakes go go visco girl? Yep. The visco snake. That doesn't make any sense. The snakes of this world. 
Look, we got to name stuff. We already got we already got a Gottenberry. <laughs> all right. Anyway, let's keep going. Um, let's try to get through all this brush. This is annoying. So stupid. Are we anywhere close to getting out of the woods? All right. Well, this I... is unbroken virgin wilderness for eternity. Well, so we could be lost in here for years. Nope, we ain't lost because you got the tree whisperer Thomas. You, you literally, I literally cannot get lost in the woods. Is that really like what you want to be Even called? Even if it's magic? Unless it's magic. Because what if they build a magic maze in the woods? Well, then we I can just get keep lost. Going around but, like, as long as it's not magical, I can't be lost. But if, it's, if I'm starting to suspect that we're getting lost, that's why we got you. Yeah. Okay. Use the power of your cat toga to find us the way out. I don't that's think right. that's That's how... magic focus. <laughs> <laughs> everyone thank you so much for listening to episode 11 of stronghold i hope you enjoyed our game today and if you did then hop on the internet and tell all of your friends and all of those mysterious acquaintances who show up on your social media profiles tell them that you liked it tell them that they'll like it too and thus we can spread remember that we have another show coming out next week on wednesday the 10th for all of your enjoyment and ours as well I'll be honest, I listen to my own podcast. It's kind of lame, but with content this good, who can pass it up? All right, I'll talk to you then. Bye.